Hello. Hey everyone. And welcome to Island Collective. Welcome back. Sorry we're a little bit late in doing a weekly podcast because we got married. We're married. We tied the proverbial knot. I reckon we did. We got the rings and the the what's-its. It's all official now. Congratulations, babe. Yeah, congratulations Thank to you. everyone because <laughs> now we're married. <laughs> yeah, we had a really good time in Pigeon Forge with our friends Perry and Dan and Everett. Yeah, we had as many cookies as we wanted every night. We um, stayed at the inn at the Christmas place in Pigeon Forge, which yeah. is 365 Christmas. <coughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. They had cookies every night from 6 to 8. And Santa Claus was doing a concert. We saw him do a little pre-show, or he was rehearsing, and he was wearing a little sailor outfit. Yeah. He looks like a harbor worker. Yeah, he's pretty cute. He looks like George R. R. Martin. Yeah, it was a little black hat and black overalls. And we um we had we stayed there a few days and Well, um, hold on now. What? They also had Santa on the TV. Oh yeah. Singing songs. It is truly 24/7 Christmas at this place. Yeah, they had Thistle Hair, the Christmas Bear. That was a song I'd never heard before. <laughs> it's an Appalachian song. Oh, yeah, and they had a Tennessee Christmas is the only Christmas for me. Mm-hmm. We both identified with that. Did we? Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so cute because they had Christmas trees and everything in the room. I mean, it was decorated. Yeah, it was. And the breakfast was pretty neat. Yeah, uh, I love that. We saw Santa, too, out of the three mornings. Yeah, Santa was there to greet everyone for Christmas, breakfast every every morning. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he was something. Except Sunday, I think he had a hangover that day. Oh yeah, Margaritaville. We sort of did as well. Yeah, Mama Mia. So that was pretty good. Yeah, rootin' tootin' in Pigeon Forge. Yeah, and then the morning of our um. Our wedding, we Perry, who's our Reiki teacher, and she was also our officiant. She's really cool. She does light worker massage in um, Happy Valley. We did our Reiki mastership attunement that morning with David and I. Yeah, and wowee, that was something else. It was so beautiful. Yeah, it was. You just feel you feel a whole bunch of things. We're still going through it. For those of you that aren't familiar with Reiki, it's basically um, a couple hundred years old, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and a Japanese um, holy man wanted to seek out the healing energy of the hands. He specifically wanted to seek out the healing energy that Jesus used. And so he studied all over the world with different shamans and healing healing professionals, um, how to direct healing energy from the hands into another person. Yep. So you basically learn how to move and... Up and refill. down the body. Yeah. Using the chakra system. Yeah, the good old chakras. Mm-hmm. So there's three levels to it. We started... When did we start our level one? I did it before. July. Or, yeah, I don't know when you did yours. We started um, in May, 
doing it together yeah when you move down so um it it takes 21 days after each attunement because you go in the three levels and every attunement brings something different the level three is the last level the spiritual detox and yeah that brings us spiritual detox so that was pretty cool to do on the morning of our wedding because it was like we you know we started this journey and completed it together on the same day yeah that was real nice it was very symbolic and beautiful yeah. And boy, oh boy, are these changes something strange. <laughs> the after effects are no joke. Yeah, my throat's been opening up, and I noticed, like, it was so linked to my gut. And, like, I noticed when one started healing, the other one started healing, and then it would go into my heart, too. It's just, it's like you're messing with a turntable that, I don't know, gets mixed around anytime you mess with another knob. Yeah. And some knobs are connected. <laughs> and everyone's different. <laughs> yeah, for David, I mean, those are his power centers, so it's good um, using the voice and then the gut The gut knows. Oh, yeah. It's uh-huh. our gut feelings. And um, <coughs> there wasn't too much, you know, there wasn't too much that day. Uh, it was a busy day because right after that we went off into the woods, into the Smoky Mountains, and did a small ceremony in the woods there. Yeah, it was called a quiet place. Yeah. In between Gatlinburg and uh, Townsend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the leaf ooglers were out in full force. Oh, yeah. The traffic was so hard. And some guy hollered out the window, congratulations. <laughs> we got a couple of those. Yeah. It's pretty cute. They're friendly over there. Yeah. For anyone who's thinking about getting married, smaller is better, let me tell you. <laughs> Wouldn't you say? Oh, well, I couldn't say on a bigger one. Well, I've seen a bigger one, and it didn't seem like that much fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot more intimate, and you get a lot more done. Rallying people from one point to another is pretty easy, and everyone kind of fed themselves, so that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's worthwhile to do it small. It is. I mean... Um, everyone's going to figure out anyway. You know, we have the luxury of doing small elopements these days because back in the day, you had to have a big wedding else, you know, people wouldn't hear about it for possibly months. You know, you had a horse and buggy carrying your letter to the (laughs) recipient. Nowadays, you can broadcast the whole thing on the internet and everyone can be there in some sort of way. Yeah. You don't need it as much. Yeah, thank you to everyone who did send in their love and support online. It's really meaningful. Um, Even though it was a small ceremony, I felt like a lot more people were there, and I felt our ancestors there, too. Oh, yeah, that was definitely present during the ceremony. Mm -hmm. Thank you all as well from me. My gosh, it Mm -hmm. means a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, There were points where the trees were creaking during the... The ideas and the winds would pick up and things. And yeah, we could feel the nature spirits with us. And Perry, she's a very cool person. Um, you should check her out. She's Sagicorn Lightworker on Instagram. And uh, yeah, she called in the four directions because each direction, the cardinal directions, have a different personality and called in all the ancestors and all the nature spirits and we all definitely felt that yeah that was so beautiful mm-hmm. um, 
It was definitely, I think it'll be the best wedding I ever attend. I mean, I know <laughs> I'm better a be. little biased there, <laughs> but in terms of quality, I mean, you didn't have to sit there. You weren't waiting forever. It was a group experience, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know. The ceremonies, they just, they kind of bore me. Well, you know, we're at this point in history where you can repeat, this leads into the next thing, you can repeat the past if you want uh, you know it's comfortable but you know should you yeah yeah i think in that case no because it's a it's honestly a service to all the people who would have to sit there and oogle at you <laughs> and awkwardly chat amongst people they don't know you know I, I feel like we did everyone that didn't come a service yeah you guys so. otherwise you'd have had to fight all them leaf ooglers oh yeah and pay for a motel and then my it's just it's unnecessary yeah and smaller is better to sleep in and not worry most of the time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yep partied a little bit at margaritaville which was uh we pre before though because yes. that's you're getting sugar water and we all felt fine after the pregame at the place but once you got all that sugar inside you wow we yeah so uh, if if you want diabetes and low alcohol content don't say the name because they're gonna sue us now well go to that jimmy buffett <laughs> uh, restaurant <laughs> Yeah, let's tread carefully here, but Pigeon Forge. We're high I don't profile know. here at the island. Yeah, there's <laughs> so many followers. Oh my god! But you know, I, I'm the I'm so the, the ten legal. of you listening. Do not contact the PR at Margaritaville. Please don't. <laughs> and if you do, tell them we said everything good. Yeah, and or just say you love them, and they might hook you up with something nice. Mm. They might give you a free beverage on the house. But that water. won't be anything that great. But thank them anyway, just because, I mean, I guess it's the right thing to do. Or don't. Let them know. You know, let them know, hey, all right, thanks. Wow. Mixed messages here. That's what you we decide. do at the Island Collective. <laughs> we help you think for yourself. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then we rolled home, and David and Everett tried to climb up a grass hill and oh, yeah. it looked like world war Two was happening again i lost my uh buck boutonniere buccaneer my buccaneer. you almost said buccaneer didn't you <laughs> almost, yeah. i lost my buccaneer i know so, yeah. and we felt good the next day pretty much tired but uh, yeah tired but then we sped off to our honeymoon in beautiful Johnson City, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Mile, mile. <laughs> Another East Tennessee spot. Little Airbnb spot mm -hmm. next to the Yeehaw Brewing Company. <laughs> we didn't go there, but no. next to it. Yeah. We did have a couple good dinners at Timber. Timber in Johnson City. So freaking delicious. Yeah. We're not being endorsed by anyone. No. Guys. We just... We're enthusiastic individuals. If you guys are in Tennessee, please go there. Like, it was so good. I wanted to go a second night in a row. They said it was like California dining. It was. They had they mix their flavors really cool, and they do some unique combinations. So they I had really a liked baby it. octopus. <laughs> to I eat. didn't need it. <laughs> it sounded good. 
To each their own. <laughs> yeah, beautiful place if you guys are ever in that area. And um, we were, you know, we were looking for some, you know, jobs or some way to move out there to be able to start our lives out there. But my goodness, it's expensive. Yeah, and I learned if you're not already in the thing, you're not going to get, you know, the pay they're offering. And yeah, I just kind of realized I don't have any experience in most anything physical. So <laughs> I would be at the bottom of it and I'd have to work my way up. And it's just, I don't know, that didn't seem very practical. And I, you know, I was looking around at nonprofits because I did that for 10 years. And then the night I was doing that, you guys I just I sat there and David was asleep already and I just couldn't think to go back it's like once you have a spiritual awakening of any size or magnitude it's like you do you find you just can't go back you know yeah unless you uh, I don't know have mental fortitude of <sighs> some kind of ox if you're meant to go back into something great but I you know, God and I were just having a chat that night and I just realized, you know, you can repeat cycles. That's kind of what karma really is about. You keep repeating something till you learn. And if I didn't learn <laughs> three years ago, then I'm never going to learn. And I just decided, you know what, we're doing this. We're doing not only the podcast, but, you know, I woke David up and, and, we decided, you know, a Dara Collective, like the Reiki and the herbal healing for people. Yeah, and this here, because we figure the world needs something. I mean, I know we're 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 not. To I don't know. It ain't perfect, but it's something. People we're need silly. something that's nice and informative, makes them think. Because this is a, it's a strange time to be alive these times, and we need people thinking about things they otherwise wouldn't have thought about in order to maybe get them to do something they otherwise wouldn't have done. And we're just here. I mean, we're here as a resource for people who are going through a similar, you know, change and f I don't know, having to have faith when you're changing your whole life over. That's true, because sometimes these uh, awakenings just smack you right in the face, mm -hmm. and you're like, well, what in the hell? Yeah, so we both decided, you know, we're probably going to stay put here in North Carolina for at least till the spring and ideally move to our beloved Tennessee. But this whole region really calls to us. Um, the mountains, the Blue Ridge and the Smokies are just our favorite. And why not cover the whole place? Absolutely. Try to erase the lines of state and just look at it as, you know. Region. Yeah, mm -hmm. a region or just the island and the sun it is and it's some of the oldest mountains in the world and that's really special yeah we actually found uh the garden of eden in tennessee <laughs> it was yeah. right there all along you it's guys it's a parrot yeah museum it's a, like a parrot farm <laughs> i guess it's here you guys yeah we took a picture we'll post that on the we'll instagram and it. patreon yeah but my gosh you guys right under our noses yeah well you know oldest mountains in the world it's gotta be here can't be in africa come on yeah it's in america yeah it's american <laughs> american eden <laughs> Oh, so, you know, we're, um, we're going to just start, uh, a marketing campaign really for, uh, our, you know, wellness services and our podcast here. 
and just see how we do. Thank you for listening as part of our earliest, you know, listeners. Our seminal crowd. Seminal crowd. And we're just going to cover every damn town with every kind of flyer, you know. Assistance in existence. We need this. This, I mean, if we didn't need assistance in existence, then why is it such a hellscape? I know. That is my question (laughs) to anyone. It's tough. Anywhere, yeah. It's tough right now. And that was tough for us because we really did, you know, we talked about this. We really thought we'd like to be moving over there. But, in, you know, sometimes you ha- you c- you're not finished somewhere yet. Maybe some of you guys have had that. You know, when the season's done, you know it. But when you're not done, you've just, you got to keep going. Yeah, we thought at any cost we'd be over there. But it turned out we're willing to be a little more patient and let the right things come. Yeah, it's good to be flexible. Yeah, absolutely. That's our advice to anyone listening to this who's trying to weigh out the options and make a change. You know, it's it's good to be flexible. And again, listening to your intuition and not repeating cycles of the past if you can help it. Yeah, cycles ain't good for nothing because they're predictable and you know how they turn out. Yeah. It's like, well, maybe this time it'll be different. Well, you know what they say about that. It's one of the definitions (laughs) of insanity. If the conditions are the same, um, you may be different, but it may be a lot harder to adapt to those conditions now that you're different. And if the environment hasn't changed and if it's the same kind of thing happening, it's like a different skin on the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, when I first got married many years ago now, I guess, uh, started working in nonprofits and it was just really, it was really tough on me. And I did want to make, you know, at that time, same mission. I wanted to help people, right? And that part was good. It was the methodology that was, you know, I needed to learn, you know. There's a way you can help people. What's the best way that you can? Yeah. So here we are. Here we are. And I'm so thankful to David. And I love you. Oh, I love you too, darling. Yeah. And he's quite the experienced learner. I mean, he's, you guys, if you haven't listened to his story yet, it's poignant. You know, he's gone there. He's been in the shadows and come out of it. I mean, when you need someone by your side to start a healing business with that's that's who you need (laughs) and life you know he has an endless wall of compassion i'm learning because i can be a little grumpy sometimes (laughs) (laughs) well we all are a little grumpy sometimes see there's his answer hear that (laughs) (laughs) Aww. It's it's interesting the first relationship you have uh, a healthy one after being in unhealthy ones your whole life. Oh yeah, I'll reckon to that, Mama man. This is it's like learning a whole new language. Yeah, yeah. it's weird being loved. Yeah, weird. you have to realize the other person doesn't have an angle and they don't have yeah. any. You know, they're just there to make sure you're doing your best, and that's yeah, that's strange. <laughs> Isn't that fucked up (laughs) 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 that our society is more prevalence of the toxic relationship? I mean, I suppose maybe that's always been the way, but I feel like now, I mean, the sheer number of people there is, 
and um, no one teaches you when you're young. You know, how do you identify toxic behavior in yourself or others? Yeah, and mostly you're not really taught about that. You're just taught about, well, you got to get married and got to get <sighs> yeah. your, your husband or your wife or you're getting on in age. Why ain't you got your person? Then you kind of just settle. Some, yeah, and you do mental gymnastics to keep settling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take it from someone who settled for a long time it's way better to be uncomfortable oh yeah mm -hmm. so yeah lots of love here and happiness on this level even though it's hard oh yeah yeah absolutely i mean there's just so much to not complain about like i mean sure <laughs> things are difficult but gee whiz i mean still house and home you know still like i don't know there's just so many good things happening that you kind of feel silly and complaining about anything else when you're thinking about it. Yeah. So thank you guys for supporting <coughs> us and our marriage and our mission to help people overcome, you know, their own things and things that have happened to them so that we can all uplift ourselves, our community. And it is truly, I mean, our firm belief when you are doing what you can to heal yourself you are doing the biggest service for your family and your community because then when you have a community with enough people who are working on their healing journeys it's so much better oh absolutely i mean you're living with people who can you know see and think we're Clearer. just listening to a mm -hmm. book by jordan peterson where he was talking about that 12 the original 12 rules for life i thought david might like that book yeah it was step four and he was talking about you know your perception gets all clouded by the things that you know you think you can't do and la da da da, -da and that all comes from you know the junk you keep inside of you yeah and the less junk you have the more you can see the world as it is and the better you can see it for what it is the more you can actually work with and do and the more people you have who have their eyes completely open, the more opportunities you have to really do something and make things neat and, you know, not just fall under somebody else's dream and their idea of what things should be like. Yeah. The key thing is to clear yourself of those negative emotions of anger and resentment, because if like he said in the book, and I agree, if you find that you're resentful of something, either you're being immature about it or there is tyranny going on and you're not speaking up. Yeah, absolutely. And oh, there's just so much tyranny right now because people are not using their voices as much as they should right now. Yeah, everyone's ashamed to be alive. Well, a whole lot of folks are, and that just ain't right. Because, mm -mm. I mean, you're alive, you know, this is a gift and it's something that should be enjoyed that's why I, I i think gratitude's a great gateway into that because i mean you just you can realize that things aren't as bad as they could be and to just start being grateful for that and then grateful for your health and you'd want to take greater care of yourself and it just cultivates peace and i believe peace is your power you know it's like the ultimate thing because it lives inside of you peace surrounds you it's just you know the little things in your head that steal that and that's like your relaxation your ability to like think when things arise that's your that's your power and mm -hmm. to give that away to things i just that's why that's why i do anything i do because i want y'all to have your power everyone mm -hmm. should be powerful within themselves and be peaceful and not dread their lives like what kind yeah. of yeah i don't know 
that's banana. Yeah, that's the key thing is, and he was talking about this as well in the book, if you find yourself at a bad place, you can do small little things every day to treat yourself better and do better. You know, it's not just self-medicating, it's actually getting up and doing the dishes or this or that, whatever it is to make little bits of progress every day because you're treating yourself well. And um, I agree with that. Yeah, baby steps and having those conversations with yourself where mm-hmm. you just, you know, you lay it out to yourself and you just tell yourself you're going to try to do better and stick to it. And just like it said, the little bit, don't overdo it. Just one little thing and reward yourself. Yeah, be good to yourself. Treat yourself like someone you care about. Yeah, it's brave to do that. You know? <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> in this day and age. And then you treat others better, which is also important. And another part of the whole karma thing. I mean, it's very simple. It's what goes around comes around. What you put out, you know, it may not come back at first. Um, this is a sad world sometimes, but it always will circle back around. It may take some time. Yeah. Um, and the best karma you can make is for yourself, not being selfish or self-absorbed, but actually doing what's healthy for yourself. Yeah, living through health mm-hmm. is the best way to do anything. Yeah. And starts with a ripple and turns into a wave, and the next thing you know, you have a tsunami of change. <laughs> That's it's a good book. Um, he's a he's a poignant author. He wrote another book. Uh, later on which yeah. was 12 more rules and he calls you out pretty hard he calls you he out some people don't punches. like him for that and you know some people are like oh well he's too conservative this or that but i think that 12 rules for life are pretty middle of the road oh yeah you know yeah don't let politics tell you what to do yeah don't let nobody tell you what to do i mean my god yeah so that was good to listen to, and um, looking forward into the future, we'll be recording a few times this month because we're back, and we're going to be focused on this and our overall business. Tonight, um, we're going to a Spirit Ghost Dance at the Spirit Canoe Lodge over in Lansing, North Carolina. It's a really cool, um, I think it's a nonprofit. And uh, we're doing the spirit ghost dance tonight and then a sweat lodge tomorrow. It's in the Navajo tradition um, for ancestral cleansing. For ancestral cleansing. Tomorrow is the full moon for the hunter's moon. So it's timed perfectly. And tonight's the ghost dance, which basically calls upon our spirit guides, our ancestors and all willing and able spirits who are willing to come help us. Um, Again, to be our best selves, to overcome challenges, remove blocks, not just from ourselves, but from Mother Earth, too. Yeah, in the Cherokee tradition, it's something of a last resort that, you know, they don't tend to like to do, but they do it when they feel they have to. When shit's hitting the fan. Yeah. And uh, we're we're in a funny position right now with Mother Earth, and there's a lot, you know, there's a lot going on in our Earth, strife and and... Um, you know, we've got disease, which is rampant, not just physical, but mental and a whole lot of killing. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. And we need our history. We need to rest upon our history. And, you know, maybe this kind of scares you a little bit with spirits and ancestors, but you know, this is where we come from and, uh, this is who we are. We are made up of our folklore. This is our ethnicity 
And um, you can see it in a positive light or a negative light. It just depends where you focus. If you're focusing on the positive aspect, you will see that positive aspect because there's both sides to anything. Oh, yeah. And we're calling in our helpful guides tonight to help us through this time. Yeah, absolutely. Doing whatever we can. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to tell you all how that turns out and works out and how it feels. Yeah. So we'll post probably another update on Sunday um, for those of you who are curious how this goes. And um, we're just sending you, we'll be praying for you, for all of our, for the, our collective, our friends and family during this dance in the Ancestor Lodge. Um, we're here to uplift the consciousness here of Mother Earth. and While being dressed like a tree. <laughs> I'll be dressed like a tree. David's dressing like a tree because he is very much a tree guy, and I'm going as my spirit animal, the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the good dragon. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so we'll post some pictures, and um, thank you again for listening. We love you guys. Love you. <coughs> oh, man, love you guys. Don't be an island. Don't be an island. Boy.